Hello everyone, welcome to episode 2 of JM News. It's been a while, it's probably been over a month since the last episode. Um, lot's been going on. Uh, I stated in the first episode that I'm a college student, so I've been busy with a lot of schoolwork and stuff. But that's not to say that there hasn't been a lot of space news going on. Right now, a lot of exciting stuff. Um, just recently... Uh, SpaceX had their Starlink 7 launch from Florida, Cape Canaveral. Uh, I left it off at 3.30 p.m. from Cape Canaveral, Florida, released 60 satellites. Um, and then nine minutes later, it, the booster landed down. So they were able to recover the booster, which previously flew three times. Um, and this finally puts... SpaceX Starlink satellites of about, they say, 420 satellites in orbit, of course. And they can now partially start their services as an internet provider, if I am not mistaken. Um, but it's very, very geographic. It's only for, like, the nor- northern ge- geographies, geographies, and... I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty exciting stuff. They, now, the plan is to, like, completely cover um, all areas so the Internet can be more widespread, more capable of being reached, which is uh, really interesting. And I, I personally went to go see a uh, Starlink 6 uh, mission down in Florida um, in uh, late March, early, yeah, mid-March, mid-March. And... Uh, the, uh, they had a malfunction on the pad, um, unfortunately, but it was still a great experience to go down and see that stuff. I love seeing that stuff. Um, but yeah, so SpaceX had their launch. That's that's exciting. Uh, they also decided on their day with NASA when they're going to do human launches. Uh, May 27th is what it's looking like uh, with Crew Dragon, uh, the first two human astronauts. Um that's that's incredible, you know, the first time a private company um, to launch humans um, into to the uh, International Space Station. I mean, I know the Bo- they contracted Boeing and um, SpaceX to do this. So... That way, there's not a monopoly, and then they're not left by themselves. But their astronauts had to look it up real quick. The astronauts are going to be Robert uh, Benkin and Douglas Hurley. Um, two guys that are going to go up on the Crew Dragon on May 27th. Uh, it's capable of taking four astronauts, but they're only going to do two. And they have other flights booked already. Uh, but... May 27th is the day. It's going to be a huge historic day. And I would love to go down and see the launch. I think it's going to be packed. And I think it's going to be difficult to get down there because of the whole coronavirus issue going on still. But, I mean, currently it's April 29th. Got a little less than a month, so maybe by then things will be open. It's exciting stuff. Um, Another topic I wanted to talk about. GK Launch Services. Um, <clears throat> they are responsible for, they are the company that, you know, oversees and 
Soyuz 2, um, which is the rocket used in Russia. That Soyuz program, Soyuz rockets, it's monumental. They've been using it for years. Uh, it's been modified and stuff, but they p published uh, some information and they shared it on Twitter. Um, it's not meant to challenge SpaceX, but it's more to question their numbers on reusability and the economics behind reusing a uh, booster, which is incredible. So the first stage <coughs> of usable booster um, of a Falcon 9 for its first flight costs $104.5 million. Uh, second stage is going to be $14.4 million, and the fairing is about $6 million. Um, recovering that booster, refurbishing it, the booster now costs $36.4 million, which is 48% of the cost of its first flight. That's huge. Um, and again, these are numbers that are all estimates, they're all assumptions, uh, but the data is there. Like they have this information on their Twitter uh, at uh, GK underscore launch. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, it's interesting stuff to see, especially since now they can't, they, now they can't recover their second stage. Uh, that's, that's, that's a more difficult task. It's going at much higher speeds. Um, let's say it's impossible, much more difficult task. Uh, fairings, they can recover. Um, and they've shown that they've refurbished them, which is awesome. And, um, yeah, I mean, and they plan to keep, they reuse these boosters more than once. Like I said, Starlink 7 was the fourth time that booster flew, so the price just goes down. Uh, keeps going down. So that's just incredible. Um, yeah, so when their conclusion was when reusing the Falcon 9 first stage, uh, initially manufactured for ISS cargo resupply missions under a contract with NASA, SpaceX saves up to 50% of the hardware cost. Actual hardware cost is $36 million instead of $71 million if they reuse the booster, which is really good. So, I mean, they it's interesting that they provided that data. Um, I don't think SpaceX or Elon Musk responded to this. Um, Michael Baylor, who is a uh, reporter for Next Space Flight, um, he... He, he, he retweeted it, subtweeted it a little bit, um, talking about their conclusion and how much money you can save um, by reflying the boosters. Um, so it's got some validation to it. But, I mean, hopefully SpaceX or Elon Musk would answer back, um, tweet back, get more information on that. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, that's all I got for this episode. Um Again, second episode, second time ever doing podcast episode. Pretty low budget. Uh, pretty awkward, I guess. It's just me by myself. The plan is to do it with my friends, but can't be with each other right now due to quarantine. So we're shooting some ideas off each other to come up with ways that we could do this. Film, like record a uh, Discord conversation or record a Zoom call or some sorts, something like that. But my plan right now is just to get as much content as I can out there. Um, hopefully get a little bit of an audience and, yeah, see where it takes me. So, all right, guys, till next episode. Thanks.